What up, what up, film fans? This is Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. I'm Tawana. And I'm Vaughn. And we're two filmmaking cinephiles dedicated to the art of film, the taste of a good beverage, and everything in between. We're glad you're back, people. So grab a seat, film fans, beer drinkers, and bourbon lovers alike. This is episode 77. 77, fall is here, and we're back. So we'll be reviewing The Woman King and Smile. What's up, Tawana? How you doing, girl? It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. <laughs> it's been a minute, but we're back. Yes, yes, yes. What are we sipping on today? So what we're sipping on today is... Something a bit seasonal. This is the time of the year. Oh yeah, where I get time. a little pumpkin. Oh yeah, she pumpkin all day. I like today. to do a little season. <laughs> not really about the apple. I like apples, but not in not in beer. I hear you. But but you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna blend a couple of seasonal products. Okay. So of course the flavors of fall in pumpkin, and then the darkness of a stout. All right. Put it's, it together. We got a pumpkin stout. Yeah, All right, do. I'll explain just a little okay. before I introduce the beer. Please so do. stout is a uh, dark top fermented beer with a number of variations. So you probably heard a dry stout or an oatmeal stout or a milk stout or an imperial stout. Yep. I've had them all on the show. Yes, we have. So mm-hmm. if you've been listening, you understand. And for those of you who are still confused, think of a Guinness. Okay, yeah. That's a stout. And it looks like a Guinness. Also, a milk stout. Mm. So... There you go. Now you got a good idea of what I'm talking about. But what I'm drinking today is called Black Magic Pumpkin Stout out of the Empire Brewing Company, which a little confusing because I believe they were just acquired by another company. But originally they were out of Little Valley, New York. So where I went was to my new favorite place called Total Wines. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a location in Long Island. I'm sure they've got a bunch of locations, but this is an alcohol drinker's paradise. Oh yeah, it's like Toys R Us. It's when like we, a superstation. Yeah, like super when we store. used to have those Toys R Us, those superstores for mm-hmm. toys. This is a superstore for alcoholics. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> People who like to imbibe a little. No offense. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> but they have their actual own beer section. Uh, and so within that beer section, they've got a number of products that are brewed and packaged in New York State. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, I like that. And so naturally, I would assume, since we're so seasonal, uh, in this part of the nation, mm-hmm. they had a tremendous amount of pumpkin options. Yeah. Because New York has an, uh, thousands of breweries and microbrews. Right. Um, and so they have a lot of products to use. So. You know, in the seasonal time, they have a lot of different variations to use. So anyway. Well, that's perfect. That works. So I chose this one. Looked really interesting. Never really heard of it before and thought I'd try it out. Really, really like it. Quite honestly, it's pretty chocolatey. Pours very dark, almost black like a Guinness. Yeah, it is. Fluffy, light khaki head, but it doesn't stay long. It fades pretty quickly. Um, and if you know me, you know I like a good heifer. Yes. <laughs> And the heifer always has a head. 
Mm-hmm. And so you get a lot of the notes of the drink in the head of the beer. Okay. This one, very little, but it fades. But I would assume that's because of the the hardiness of it, maybe. Um, great aroma. Has a little subtle pumpkin spice, little graham cracker. Um, some people say it's got like like a yam scent, more like I, a I sweet could, potato. I could smell that. You could smell that? Yeah, I could definitely smell that. I don't know if I smell the yam. But what I do smell, more than anything else, is cocoa. It looks very chocolatey for sure. And it has almost a very chocolatey taste to it. And I would assume that's the stout. Um, almost sort of whipped cream. And dare I say, a little bit butter, buttery, like popcorn almost. When you take a good whiff. So that's really interesting. And there's a ton of malts in there. So I think... If you like a stout, and you can deal with some seasonal pumpkin spice flavors, they're very subtle, um, you should try this out. I think more than anything else, you would get more of the chocolate notes and the vanilla notes um, that sort of emulate almost like whipped cream. Uh, Maybe even some caramel? Yeah, it's got a very moderate bitterness. Um... It's moderately sweet, but sweet enough so it's not bitter. And uh, it's got a nice medium body. Yeah, I think it's really smooth. But I'd I'd definitely um, give it a touch. Uh, Give it a touch. Give it a try. Um, This beer, some people say this beer has strong, like, pumpkin vibes, which I've um, reviewed before. But I don't think so. I think this is smoother than that. Okay. But if you like something seasonal and something hearty, this will work. And seeing as how we we're doing some strong darkness in this episode. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I thought, you know, this would this would be apropos. All right, that works for so me. So what do you got going on, Vaughn? Well, I'm also in the seasonal vein and um but I decided because I hate pumpkin anything. Yes, you do. So you're not gonna hear me talking about any kind of pumpkin with whiskey. <laughs> but what I did infuse and bring back is apple with uh, uh I love in, good apple whiskey. And Apple whiskey so is great. It's delicious. And so um, I'm drinking one of my favorites, Jim Beam Apple. And the beauty of Jim Beam Apple is it, it doesn't have that usual fake apple taste or chemical taste. And they yeah. bring in all those fruit flavors yeah. in, in alcohols. But this one was really cool. Um, and I actually like Jim Beam. People, people give Jim Beam... A bad name. They always call actually, it so cheap. I'm like, that's not nearly as cheap as some other whiskeys. Right. It's definitely not. And it's, um, it's only 32.9% alcohol. So yeah, it's not that strong. You can definitely get your drink on with this. Uh-huh. It's uh, like an 85 proof. But I'm enjoying it with what I what I mixed it with today is uh, apple cider with caramel. Nice. And, it's, and we're drinking it cold. I've often made on this show. I've made hot ciders. Yes, you have. But this time I decided to uh, chill it up a little bit and have it cold. And it's absolutely delicious. And just so you know, for all you drinkers, I also tried it with crown apple. And it also gives you the same delicious flavor, the apple notes. And it's just really tasty. It's almost like having bourbon and uh, uh, candy apple. Yes, it definitely gives you the candy apple. So I'm enjoying it today. You can hear my ice. 
clinking in the glass. It's, it's definitely a nice taste. It makes me feel like fall. I want to go apple picking and all that stuff. Yeah. So this is this is the kind of drink I would actually take to the apple picking farm, the orchard, while mm-hmm. I'm out there drudging around them damn trees. This <laughs> would be this would be fun to be sipping on. So um, I would definitely recommend it. And there's a lot of other alcohol brands that are infusing different uh, flavors, and, and apple is one of the most popular ones. So uh, if you have something else you want to try, this is this is also one I would recommend. So uh, definitely think about, you know, uh, Jim Beam Apple because it's really tasty. Absolutely. And cheers to that. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Yes. So interesting news. What do you think you got going on? You can, you can you want start. Let me start? Mm-hmm. I'll start. So seeing as how it's Halloween, <laughs> spooky season. It's one of my favorite times of year. I love a horror movie. Love, love, love. I've watched so many in the last couple of days. Since uh, oh, Hall- yeah. Well, since now, October started. It's there are, uh, sci-fi has that 30 days of horror Halloween. Or yeah, whatever. the MC too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of options for you to indulge in your uh, in your scary vibes, if that's what you like. Yes. But um, seeing as how it's Halloween, I thought industry news would be fun if it did something more Halloween-ish, okay. scary vibes. So... Uh, reading recently the Taisha Farmiga of uh, The Nun and yes. American Horror American Story American Horror film. Story coming. Yes. Love, love. If you know anything about American Horror Story, that is by yes. far. And Murder House. Murder House. My love. favorite season is love The Coven. Yes. Love her. It's great. She's, she's spicy. But I guess, you know, she jumped ship and went on to make The Nun and a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. And now she's back in The Nun too. Yes. Um, you might have thought. And that's I, part of the Conjuring series? It's part of the Conjuring series. Yes. The many spin-off tentacles of the Conjuring wow. franchise. Yes. There are so many of them. Um I love it. I could watch that over and over again. Oh yeah, for sure. But she uh she so she's playing Sister Irene, right? The younger version of Vera Farmiga. Her sister. Her actual real life sister mm-hmm. in real life. Uh so that's perfect casting. Yes. Um and so this is her story of how she was beginning her her trip through the nunnery because she never actually became a nun, but she almost went through fully. So this entails her her journey still through that, and um, so she comes back to play it once again. It was last year. The original was twenty eighteen. So she's like we said, part of the Conjuring franchise, and so this this film series seems to switch up the directors quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not as consistent as they used to be. So there there's a few people, but the new director of this one is Michael Chavez. He directed The Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It, which was the last Conjuring movie mm-hmm. with Vera, right, and Chris and uh, and the masses. Um, as we start to explore more about how Vera and Taisha's character got into this oh. and what they do, and that was an interesting. That's gonna one. be nice. And you also know there's gonna be another Conjuring too, there and that's gonna, gonna be Patrick be Wilson's uh, directorial. Yes, debut. Patrick Wilson. I'm sorry, I said Chris. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be um, his debut for that. Yeah, it's gonna be his debut. So you know, they're they're all a big hit, but. Uh, Storm Reed is going to be in this one So we know her from um, We know her from Invisible Man She's also on the TV show The drug TV show with uh, 
uh, Euphoria. Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Thank you. With um, her, the woman playing a big sister. I can't remember right now. Um, but anyway, so she's she's back, and we've got a few new scriptwriters, and of course James Wan, the father of the Conjuring series, because yeah. he created all of this. And I'm glad um, that's going to be back. He's back to to oversee the product in some way, and. Also, in industry news, if you haven't already seen it, Hellraiser has returned. It's back. <laughs> now, I don't know about it. It's back. Because there is no pinhead. Pinhead is like a pin girl. It's a, it's a woman now. It's a woman now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, great. Um, everything looks a little bit different, but yet the same. So, as a huge pinhead fan from back in the days, <laughs> and a huge... Hellraiser fan from back in the days. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what comes of this. Please don't disappoint me. I hope you did not destroy it. Well, it's on Hulu, so if, it, if you want to access it from your home, you can watch you it on can Hulu. You can watch it on Hulu. But, you know, interesting enough, horror season is here. Yes, it Halloween is. Halloween is here. Fall has arrived. Yes. And we're all ready to sit in and get yes. comfortable. And there's so much there's so much horror on not only in 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 uh, movie theaters but also on television. There's so many so many horror series on on television right now between The Walking Dead coming back for its last few episodes. Dahmer. You have Dahmer which is dominating Netflix right now. It's very now good, honestly. With the, with the Jeffrey Dahmer story. You also have Interview with the Vampire that's back mm-hmm. and it's on H um, AMC and AMC. it was uh, produced by Anne Rice. It was the last product sh- project she did before she died. Mm-hmm. It's it's excellent. The first episode so far has been excellent. Um, there's some other things in the works, so I would definitely think if you if you don't have time to get to the movie theater, there's enough on television for you to watch. Yeah. American Horror Story is coming back with NYC. Yeah. And that's going to be October 16th, I think uh, is the date. October 16th or October 19th, I thought I read. Yeah, but it, it's coming. So it's coming in what, like a week. Get ready because it's going to be fire and I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it all day. Um, also, um, there's so many options because There's all these so many options all now. these apps now will make you wait a certain amount of time and then the movie's going to be on. Yep. So like Halloween Ends is going to be on Peacock yes. soon in and like a week or so watch it. and we're going to watch that and so we'll have a movie night. We'll have a movie night. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm excited about that. Um you know there's just so much happening in in the movie theaters right now and I think that the box office is, is, is kind of been shaken up a little bit between the fact that some people are still watching stuff at home and mm-hmm. some people are actually going to movie theaters. Yeah. So it's, it's trying to make a big comeback and um, Smile has really done well. And then uh-huh. you have other films, you know, that were expected to do better, but not as much like this new ensemble piece, Amsterdam. Yeah. It, it it Which also came out this weekend, but smile kicked its well ass. i think the thing is is that you have an option right and so there are some things you would definitely want to see in the theaters you want to see top gun in the theaters mm-hmm. you want to see smile in the theaters they played a lot with sound and imagery that you really couldn't experience at home in this way right um but then again and the woman king had a big epic vi- vista of, yes. of images yeah, it but was beautiful then to watch on the Amsterdam, screen. if it's loaded with dialogue and it's really just a character piece, I can see that at home. Yeah, right. I right. don't need to go to the movies for that. Right. And I don't need to go to the movies to see um, 
Like, I could see the, the beast in the movies, mm-hmm. but I don't need to see, like, a dialogue-driven piece in the movie. Right, and another film that was expected to do much better in the box office was Bros, which is a romantic comedy that featured gay mm-hmm. characters yeah. and a predominantly gay cast. And uh, unfortunately, it got plagued by its own social media and its own marketing plan because it, it, it wasn't targeted right. It seemed to target more to a specific gay audience and not to a broader audience and I think it lost people based on that because it wasn't tiered to women the way it could have been well it fell for its own junk right Right. it was trying to be different but it sold it to us as not being as being it was trying to be original and accessible to everyone but it drank its own Kool-Aid and actually made itself look much different than anybody yes, else. And I actually saw it. I saw it last week. It's very entertaining and I'm not really a rom com fan. Tawana, you will like this because you actually like rom coms. I do. Sadly. And, and I think that you will actually appreciate this because <laughs> at the end of the day you get the payoff that you normally get in, in a romantic comedy. That's great. And so you will appreciate that. And I think that, you know, I appreciate where they were going and it's good to see inclusion yeah, and representation of everybody in all the films. And so I'm, I'm glad that this film is, has been made and it's going to open the door for more because there's yeah. other this is films more in the pipeline. This, right. These films aren't always mainstream. Right. There are other films in the pipeline that are going to hit those marks. So, you know, shout out to the people that made Bros. And I, I really like Billy Eichner yeah. as the, the leading man because he was really cool in it. And, and, you know, it's like I said, it's good to see diversity in your leading man. And thank God Tom Cruise wasn't in it. Or somebody like that. Oh, another American Horror Story uh, alum. Right. You know. He, oh, yes, he <laughs> is, was. Is uh, yes, he was. Billy Eichner. He's he's definitely was American Horror Story. So once again, it's it's just one of those things. But I think that it just kind of tells you where hopefully the industry can actually go, and mm-hmm. it just opens up the door. So you know, as we lead into the fall, there's going to be more and more movies coming out. I'm looking forward to the one. Um, I'm looking forward to choices because we don't yeah, always have to go to the movies. Because we got so much choice now and more and, options. And I'm and I'm I'm really for it. And I'm really for like New York selling booze in the theaters now. That's a fantastic yes. little piece because I had to nice want to actually beer drink a night. beer as we watch Smile. And it was really kind of cool. And yeah, another time, a I, beer that we didn't sneak into the theater. Right, ourselves. right, right. Actually, yeah, I legally bought it into the theater. Yes, <laughs> but you know. It it works. It's a great option because I saw a movie called The Fall, and if I didn't have that beer, I probably wouldn't have been as chill watching this movie because right. <laughs> that was kind of trash. Right. But <laughs> yeah. But it was a good option to have. You know, and there, like I said, there's so much content. So just know that there's a lot of films out here. You know, just kind of dig a little deeper because there's there's so much content, like The Fall, and like uh, there was another one. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, the name just slipped right by me. But what's it about? It's the one with the. It starts with a P, and it's about this girl. It's one with this girl. It's a horror film, but there's so much. There's just to know that there's so much content to dig into, and uh, just give yourself, give it a look. And if you, this is the time to see it because October is the time when all those movies are out. I agree. (laughs) And Halloween ends is is coming soon. It's coming soon. I saw the one before it in theaters. This one I might just see on Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I'm going to watch it because I want to see if it truly ends. I personally do not believe that it will end. I'm hoping. You God, know, I'm we'll hoping. see. I'm ready for it, ready for it to go. I'm and, hoping. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis, she's, she's, 
held on to this franchise her entire life. So it's yeah. it's really kind of at least it hasn't been her only thing. I know. Thank goodness. Thank for God that. she's had other jobs. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> but you know, like I said, we, as we as we move into these other films, it's good to you know be back in the theater and just have the theater experience because it was great seeing Smile in the theater, and I love seeing Absolutely. Woman King in the theater because you the, the scale of that film. Yeah, it was just so epic. Mm-hmm. It yeah, had an epic for piece. Sure. For sure. Well, speaking of which, shall we? Yes, please. I would love to. Let's go in. A Jay. That's right. A Jay. The name of the army of women that helped to protect the kingdom of Dahomey, which is the African kingdom in The Woman King. Directed by Gina Prince Blywood, starring, of course, the incomparable Viola Davis, Dusu Bidu who played Nawi. She's from the Underground Fair, Sheila Tim, Lashana Lynch, or should I say Lashana 007 Lynch? Yes. If anybody remembers. John Boyega, uh, and on and on. Plenty, plenty hits. Um, The Woman King is a historical epic inspired by true events that took place in the kingdom of Dahomey one of the most powerful states of Africa in the 19th and 19th centuries. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you want to start? How oh, woman king. Um, let me see. Where do I start with this piece? I One, I was so excited about all the promotion around woman yes. king because it, it's a production uh, that was handled by Viola Davis and her husband in their production company. Mm-hmm. And so for her to put on a piece that's so epic and so much of a spectacle, you know, that it took a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of training, a lot of money, you know, just to give it that look and that feel and, and the, the beautiful actresses that were playing these roles of these warrior women. It was just phenomenal. And the training that they had to go through along with Viola Davis and the director who also trained with them. Gina trained with them. Gina trained with them. And, um, just to see this this film come to fruition and just to tell us stories of, you know, the African continent and, and our people, you know, just to hear these kinds of tales that we normally don't get about, you know, Africa. So it was just beautiful to, to, to hear the story and to see it on, on the screen and, and to have that beautiful black cast doing their parts. It was just great to see. And, and you know, uh, John Barriega, Boyega was, was Boyega. really Boyega was really cool as, as a king. king, and I loved his wardrobe. All his yes. his beautiful African fabrics, it just it was stunning every time he walked on the on the screen. And I I watched an interview with him, and he he said in the interview that this was the first film where he felt like he could walk like a black man with power, mm-hmm. and because all the other films he's ever been in, he was never in in a powerful role, but in, in this role as the king. He felt like he had the, the the position to walk with his shoulders back, his head held up high, his stance was dominant, you know, and it was really cool. And the, and the fact that he depended on these warrior women, mm-hmm. and especially Viola Davis's 
character, mm-hmm. you know, he, another as strong black woman general. by his side, the general. And it was just a Nanaska. beautiful piece. You know, it was just a beautiful piece. So I, I really enjoyed watching that. I, you know, it was just kind of fun to see. And like I said, there was so much promotion ahead of the film release that you got to meet these actresses, you know, before you actually saw their characters. Because it was really interesting to hear their personal stories as being selected for the film and, mm-hmm. and, and what it meant for them and the pride that they took into it, you know, you know, just in doing it. And, you know, some of them are actually from Africa. So they were able mm-hmm. to, you know, go back to their homeland and, and, and make a film there. So it was really important, you know, so I, I think it was really cool in that way. Yeah, I, th- I just thought it was a remarkable story about the Agoji which this all-female unit mm-hmm. of warriors who protected the kingdom of Dahomey. Um, they had unbelievable skills. They were unbelievably fierce. Um, unlike anything the world has ever seen and has yeah. ever seen today. I mean, I think when we think of roles like this, we think of the fictional characters of the Amazonian. Amazon women. Mm-hmm. Right, and, um, and Wonder Woman and the like. And... and then you look at this and you're like, well, this is inspired by true events. You know, this is this big emotional epic journey of General uh, Naniska, um, who is Viola Davis. And she trains like the next generation of recruits right. to like come out and, and ready for battle um, against a new enemy set to destroy their way of life. Right. And that was the enslavers. Right. Who then that was the beginning of slavery the antebellum age um all across the world right right absolutely Uh, and so they were um beset upon not adding to the ranks of african kingdoms that were participating right and selling their own people to these european to these europeans slavers um little did they know how how big it would become Though right. this is not an indictment of those kingdoms, it's just to say it was all part of the the trap that right. they they set to right. to ensnare these kingdoms into participating in that. But but besides that, this movie was um, I thought it was everything you wanted it to be in a movie, right? Literally was was a lot of all the elements that you would think a movie should have, right? So it had big, tremendous action. Right, great villains, which yeah. I thought helped. It was a story of self-discovery. Tons of character development, tons of character triumph and challenges, um, and all set upon this group of elite uh, warrior women who mm-hmm. were not only feared but respected in this kingdom. Um, if you didn't have a place in the world, you had a place with them for the most part. Right. And nobody was left on, 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 unaccounted for, for the most part, you know, and you couldn't find your place in the world. That's where you would be. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go vote. Sure. Cause if there's no democracy, I'll have to become an agoji. <laughs> <laughs> please let's vote. Please. <laughs> Please let's vote, y'all. I have to go find my place amongst the Goji. November's coming. Please vote, because I don't. I don't need to hear this from Tawana. Please. Yeah. No. I mean, Wusu is what I'm gonna be doing, because um, I mean, they ain't gonna really have a place oh, for me. Lord, oh Lord. 
So but with that being said, some of that stout. With that being said, I thought I thought this was a phenomenal movie. Normally, I usually talk about the cinematography and 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 how there are all these wonderful elements, which is what I'm going to talk about. Um, in terms of smile, and that doesn't take away from it at all from the cinematography at all. But I think um, when we talk about this movie, we talk about the development of it as a story. Oh, shoot. Maria Bello told, was one of the story writers. Mm-hmm. Who knew that? Yeah. Uh, she's behind the scenes on some shit. Yeah. Um, when she's not acting. She's actually doing that kind of work now. I never knew that. And she's actually a very good writer. Um, but yes. But so, yes, normally I would jump into the cinematography of it. And it's not to take away from Polly Mor- Morgan, the cinematographer. Um, who has done an amazing amount of work, Lucy in the Sky, Legion, um, Intervention, um, Where the Crawdads Sing, A Quiet Place too. I mean, wow. let's talk about cinematography. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff, and she's got a lot of accolades, but what I like is that her cinematography remained seamless so that the story could shine. Right, so Viola Davis basically picked a, a handful of very talented women yes to move this story yeah tara lynn was a was an editor casting as aisha like on and on and on but i will say this terrence blanchard did the music mm-hmm. which works out very that's well. why it felt so big yeah that's why it felt so big and it had its grand moments but you were saying about the story what's what's important is like the story is about perseverance and everything about this movie is perseverance, right? So um, Viola Davis, who we all know her and her story and her life and what perseverance means to her and her family. Right. But also um, Gina Prince-Blywood, the director, she's got quite a journey too. Oh, yes. <laughs> of love and basketball fame, everyone. So it's good to know that, you know, things like that, you know, she's come a very long way. And considering the fact that she actually was denied access to her film school when she initially applied to go to film school. Yeah, I think it was UCLA, right? Yeah, UCLA, but she actually got in, but she had to fight. She had to send a letter telling them that they had made a mistake. Yeah, she had to fight to get in. And so the fact that, you know, all these films later, she's still. And they reconsidered. Right. All these years later, because she said, this is this is my place. This is what I'm supposed to do. She knew where her place was. Yeah. And she had done a lot of work in television. She was a big part of. She was a big writer. She, different and she world. She was a big part of a different world and the look and feel of that. And so um, she knew her talent. And there's one thing to know about perseverance. And, and her own journey is about perseverance. Yes. And so it's, it's good to see that it manifested in this film. Yes. So, Tawana, what do you think of this film in, in ratings of five being the highest? Five. You're going to give it a five? Yes. All right. All right. All because right. I think of all I said, there is a combination of of determination, of character structure, of, of, um, of char- well, okay, character structure, action. Um, um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to blank for a second. Um, character structure, action, uh, villainy. Uh, self-discovery um, they gave us all the points plus they gave us a movie right <laughs> you know what I mean right. it was not just you got a movie full of awesome 
you know, fighting women. Right. Because the fight scenes and all that was, you get all the reward right. on that. And besides that, you know, like, yes, great movie, fantastic. What makes it important, too, besides all that I've said, is representation. Yes. For us little black girls who grew up wanting to be um, more Princess Leia than Snow White, right. or, you know, more um, Agoji and. Uh, I forget the soldiers in Black Panther, mm-hmm. but more Michonne right. than, than, you know, than Cinderella. Yeah, we wanted to do this and we wanted to be seen at the same time. Yep. And so not every tough woman is a throwaway. Right. She she's not she can be respected, beloved and cherished in Absolutely. one sense. So, yes, I give it a, a five for all of those reasons. Yeah, I'm giving it a five too. I want Viola to do more work in her production company. I want, I want to see Gina doing more films. Of course, uh, just great. Just the actresses alone, John Borrega. I, I want to see him working more because I, I liked him in this movie too. Yeah. So I, once again, I just think that it, it's it's definitely worth seeing, and it's right. good to see more stories that involve Africa. Right. And so that are know, not just about enslavement. Right. And I think that this is this was one of those ones that you know. Yeah you could share with kids and you could, you know, in that journey, because I know a lot of parents took their young daughters to see this Mm -hmm. film and how inspired these young people were. So I think that it's just one of those things to keep, you know, in your pocket and just realize that it's, you know, it's, it's out here and it's good to see. And when it moves from the theaters to streaming, please watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Watch it twice. Yeah. Package it up. When you go to see, the new Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Add this to the list, too. Yeah, make it a double feature. You yep, can do it. For make sure. It for sure. Not, not to mention Old Guard 2, everyone. Oh, yes. She's and, making and the sequel. I absolutely loved Old Guard. And I love the first one. I love Another strong guard. black woman, another strong woman in yeah. Charlize Theron. Yep. So, Very good film. Immortals Who Cannot Be Killed. Amazing. If you have not seen it, please do yourself a favor and check it out on Netflix. I promise you won't be disappointed. Yeah, you will not be disappointed. I I've promise. already watched it four times. I've watched it like 10. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I love that stuff. Let's, let's dig a little deeper into some horror. Dig a little deeper. And another fighting woman. And another strong fighting woman. Yes, let's, let's talk about this. And one. another legacy. Yes, she is. Um, In... Uh, Let's see what's her name. Sosie Bacon. Yes. Could you guess who her dad was? Hmm. I'll give you six chances. Huh? <laughs> As in six degrees. Mm-hmm. He may only be removed by one. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. That would be Kevin Bacon and Kevin Kira Bacon Cedric. and Kira Cedric are her parents. And if you look at this movie and don't see Kira half through half this damn film, I don't know what. Kira's body, Kira's smile. Kira's birthmark. <laughs> yeah, she's um, really good, this young woman. Yeah, she's really good in this. So, um, Smile, directed by Parker Flynn. Uh, synopsis is, as witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiment. I'm sorry, starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she cannot explain. Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her new horrifying reality. Starring Rose Bacon, Jesse, uh, Jesse T. Usher, from who plays Trevor from The Boys fame. Your uh, favorite character in the movie. Yeah, no, yeah, just disgust me. Not. But I'll, I'll explain. Um, <laughs> uh, and so on and so forth. Many. Oh, Cal Penn was in it. 
um, Cal Gallner. Who was the young the cop? His name is Cal Gallner. He was he was good in that too. Yeah, Cal Gallner. He um he's all grown up. You probably remember him from Scream, Interrogation, but uh, what was that one he was in? He was really young. He played. It was like a kid. He was in The Outsiders. I can't remember it. But anyway, he was in like Small World, Small Town, Smallville. Smallville. He was that's in Smallville. It. Yeah. That's he, it. He that's how I know him. That's how you know. And that's, that's what I, I was saying him. to you. I was like, you know him because he's in one of your shows. Yeah, but that's all you said. That, yeah. didn't, that didn't help you me. You had a few shows. I have a few shows. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. But yeah, he's, you know, it was, it was a really good movie. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Was it was a fun ride. It will scare you yes it will it will make you jump out of your seat a bunch of times and they are purposely fucking with the sound oh my god so understand they are fucking with you from day one i must have clapped three times the first three jump scares i was like oh you got me it was so good they were so good they 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 planned this well i've never because i was and i was telling tawana i was like Every damn thing is so loud. It, it is as it was building. Oh yeah, I kept it. it, it Everything was it, loud. It, it was sensory, uh, sensory overload. Sensory overload. Perfect it was sound effects. Sensory overload for me, and I kept thinking, "Oh damn, everything is loud." I mean, that foley gets I mean, all the props. <laughs> a rip of a piece of paper. Right. Uh, putting a glass down on the putting the glass table down. Or the strike of a match. The, glass, the strike of a match. The ringing so of the the bell. Of, the ringing of a phone. The doorbell. Like. Um, at breath work, like just everything was incredible. just too incredible. The close ups, we were way too close to yeah. these people's faces, but it was necessary. They were extreme close ups, extreme close ups. There were those, a lot of those shots that just made you so uncomfortable. They, and so, one, yes. going to talk about that when she digs into the cinematography, yeah, no but it was just, it's so. It was so good. And I'm so glad I saw it in a movie theater because you oh, got yes. that full Dolby sound. You got the, yeah. the visual and the sound because all coming together. It was all. It's so unsettling. You you felt yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> Definitely unsettling. You know, I was wrapped up in my hoodie like a baby because <laughs> I was just waiting on the next jump scare because you you knew you felt like it was gonna come because you knew something bad there was getting ready several, to happen. Several, several. Do not do not fool yourself. Right. Maybe go with a friend. Yeah, because you don't want to be by yourself looking crazy. <laughs> um, if that very means intense. something to you, it was very it's intense. A very intense film. Mm-hmm. It um it continues throughout the whole film. I feel like it softened a bit at the end, but that was only to explain what this thing actually right. was. Because they had to finally get. To they that. had to finally get to the crux of the problem, right? And explain to you why everybody was because it jumps from person to person. But that's all I will tell you. I will tell you nothing else. But what what it is is it's the filmmakers really worked hard to make this film a go. Yeah. Really worked hard. Um from from everything, from their marketing onto the film. Because yeah. um bros should have used whoever they're using to market. Because you pay ten grand for a seat at a game, but you put pivotal people in these spaces to do that fucking creepy ass smile. And real people just fucking standing over people, man. Doing the smile, just staring into the camera. I mean, when you start freaking the cameraman out, you did a good job. Yeah, it just, yeah, but that's artificial. This smile seemed real, genuine. Yours just seemed stupid. Um, <laughs> anyway, 
Um, She's talking about me because I'm giving her that. Smile. He's giving me this. Stuff, she don't know smile. I'm about to stab her in her neck, but yeah. it's okay. And the nuts come next for you, but it's okay. Good. Um, <laughs> so you got there were these amazing close up um, close ups. They were amazing and intense. They had these great 360 flips they do oh in films God. that really depict as above, so below, right? So it, it it takes hell and puts it on earth. Really is what those entail what they mean i mean you've seen them in stranger things if you ever watched that the upside down world that's pretty much what that is um and then that goes into another dimension but it's always like the underground the underworld is emerging onto real world um they had even extreme close-up on eyes Mm -hmm. which were really creepy too they had this, uh, it, I don't know if they purposely tried to feel make us feel this, but it was like almost an homage to 80s movies. Yeah, they did. Um, the, the font mm-hmm. was very 80s. They did. Some of the camera work and at the beginning, lighting, the lighting. lighting was super 80s. Um, you know, even, even their clothing a bit was 80s-ish, and then you get into like technology, so then that takes you out a little bit. But it all felt in that very creepy old school way where it's yeah. not about gore. It's not about it's not about the crazy saw. It's it's about, you know, it's about the scare. You know what I just thought about mm. the the birthday party scene? I'm not gonna give detail. Don't give but detail. But the birthday party scene was similar to the birthday to the party scene from the Exorcist. It, yeah, I, it, there yes, was a yes. whole lot of similarity so. there. Yeah. And I'm a oh my god! This but, movie but was the resolution's so a bit different, right? It, but, but it was so good. Yeah, they they grab and they it, definitely try to grab your attention at every turn. There's no, there's no. I don't even know. I, I saw some people go to the bathroom. I don't even know how they left. There is no way you could. I leave. had to hold mine to the end and wait until the very. And I felt like there might have been a, a end scene, but I never did check. Yeah, there wasn't. But the, the whole thing about it was what was so interesting to me was. The way this actress played this part, yeah, it was almost like she was experiencing the shock of everything, yeah, the way the audience was, yes, and so, so she was definitely on her game. She was out, hands and I'm down. To see what else Sosi was in, hands because. down performance because I was just that that one birthday party scene. It was nonstop. I don't even think there were any cuts. It, it felt yeah, like it, it felt very much like there weren't any cuts. Right. They had. Um, it was just like, oh my god, what else is going to happen? So much went on, and, th- and so then much there, went on, and and then there were you know her level of discomfort we felt. Oh, didn't you yeah. feel the same way? That that party scene, I was like, whoa, acting, way to go with the acting. Right. So see. Right. <laughs> I was like, "Good job, so yeah." Because it was just so that. intense, yeah. and then there were so many elements in yeah. the times when she would be panicked in her car. Yeah, you felt the same way she felt. And she was chewing on her nails and yeah. all that kind of stuff. There you was felt an, the same angst that she was. There feeling. was an intensity at every turn to her, to her debatement in this film. <laughs> you know, and 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 she's been acting for a long time because she's what 30 she's been acting since 2005 if not before she was like 10 years old so it's it's just amazing to me i I was so happy we saw it on the screen yeah i was very happy because i've been waiting for it for it and um shout out to my co-workers yeah she was in um, (laughs) jexy and nuno because we were actually supposed to see it together along with tawana yeah uh uh, but it's just so funny to uh to see it in this way because I, i 
I don't know if I would have gotten the same effect. I definitely had not I have watched it at the home. Same effect that I watched it at home. There's yeah, no, no way. But there is no way. So, I just think so good. It, it was it was very interesting and very intense, mm-hmm. and there was no way you were looking from the outside. This movie grabbed you by the collar and pulled you in at every turn. Yep, and you felt every scream from the first frame, every blood squirt, every like run, every. Every instance, what felt like psychological trauma for her, right. you felt all of that. And I say this not as if like it was so intense that you can't take it, but it was an intense movie. Right. Um, but it does it does leave me with the feel of reminisce, reminiscence of early 80s, late, er, I'm sorry, late 80s, early 90s horror. Like felt very much like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street in some regards. Uh, Pumpkin, Pumpkinhead. It felt like uh, Pin. It felt like I want to say Pinhead. It felt like Hellraiser. It felt like a lot of those in a lot of times because it felt like um, it was in that style, in that vein mm-hmm. of doing a movie. Um, back when you thought movies could not <laughs> could not change, and now sadly they have, but. <laughs> Highly recommend this. Highly recommend this. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Go see it. Yeah. There is not. There is not a time that you should not not go. See I it. actually want to see it again. I, I just want to see it again. Watching it. I if you go again, it. I'll go with you, but invite your your other two friends. Yeah, I gotta wait for them to come back. One of them is in uh, Portugal right now. Oh wow! But as soon as he comes back, I would love to see it with them because we were we've been talking about it, and the the promotion has been really good because they did this. Yeah. Huge and uh, Tawana alluded to it earlier, but this yeah. huge activation they did where they positioned people in big events around the mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. where you would all of a sudden see these weird people doing this smile and that thing like live people, right? When you saw this thing and when you saw it in the movie, it, it unsettled it you, it unsettled it you, it totally unsettled you. This is not a smile that you've seen before. Right, something that would make you feel like, oh wow, this. How could you turn something as simple as a smile into something horrific? They really well, did a good job. Horror that. just ruins everything: showers, right. beaches, right, animals. Right and now, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Chauncey smiling over here at me. Children. And he's gonna kill me in a minute. Yeah, like all of that. Like it but just ruins okay. everything. But it's so good. It's clowns. Okay. Now, Tawana, <laughs> now let's let's talk about the the supporting characters a little bit. Oh you, yes, you had a certain feeling around I one of the characters. I had a certain feeling around one of the characters. Yes, you know, in the film. Okay. Let's let's so dig C. into Bacon him a little bit. In the film, has a fiance. His name is Trevor. He's played by Jesse T. Usher. Okay. Jesse, um, you're a good actor, right? You're in Boys. Oh, you were oh, on, you were in Tales. Amazon Prime. Yes, he was in Independence Day, the second one, where yes. he plays Will Smith's kid. Yes, yes, yes. Um, he's in Tales of the Walking Dead. I don't think we saw that episode. Um, you know, Robot Chicken, Dangerous Lies, stuff like that. Oh, he's J.J. Shaft. He's Shaft's son. Oh, so he's acting. Okay, okay got it. so. Working actor. Working actor. Congratulations to you for having this job and being able to successfully do it. You are the same person in every movie. You were the same in Jack and Shaft. You were the same in The Boys. You are the same in Independence Day. It doesn't say that you're a bad person. This is your style of acting. You were casted incorrectly. I'm sorry. That same levity does not transfer well into this horror. 
because you playing her fiance while she's losing her shit and you don't change your vibe really it just gives me you felt very drake to me when drake gets angry that's how he felt like do you believe that drake's angry when drake's angry no because drake is drake right he's always drake in that same regard like chris brown there's two levels drake one level happy sad sexy this is what this dude does and I'm sorry. I mean, you know, disrespect, but you got miscasted here. Um, well, I'll, I'm going to say this, and this is how I'm going to plead my case. Okay, go ahead. In comparison, let's talk about Aldous Hodge in The Invisible Man. Yes. Aldous Hodge is a great actor, too. Aldous yes, Hodge went from chill black dude with his daughter, Storm Reed. I say black because Elizabeth Moss is his friend in a traumatic state, staying with him and his daughter cool yep. but he went from if you've ever seen that movie he went from i'm cool i'm your friend regular old person to to when she fucked with him i'm your black i'm the black dad now and yeah, you ain't gonna fuck with my you daughter. ain't about to fuck with my daughter right. his tone changed entirely his yes, face did. changed entirely yes, some call that acting what jesse did not so much for me well, you know but my I think problem just with not him. His medium. My problem with him in this in this part, or, or the his, character, his, I'm going to say, his, the his, character is he was not truly supportive of his fiance. I mean, she, I wouldn't be either. But she, but the whole <laughs> thing is, why don't you say what you feel? He was just a clown. He just didn't express his emotion enough, considering all the emotion she was dealing with. Mm-hmm. Now her ex. Her ex, aka the cop, the cop in it to win he it. He hit all, day all the notes. Mr. He hit Cal. all the notes. He asked her questions. Right. He wanted to find out what was going on. Yeah. He was trying to support her, and yeah. but her fiance didn't. Even her psychiatrist, the woman that played yeah. her, got beautifully um, done. Yeah, her name is uh, Robin Wigert. And she was Doctor Northcott. She was fantastic yeah she was great and, but she's been in other films and i've seen her doing yeah, some has. great work before but i loved how she was there to nurture her pa- she, former she was patient. The, she was the straight the straight man like she had to keep it yeah cool and she and, and calm. she did it but but the whole thing with this this dude it's not I his mean, role it your, just wasn't his role your girl she she nervous wrecked she dropping glasses every two minutes she acted circles around you dude you know all kind of things have happened around your house you gotta do comedy that's all the things that have happened around your house, and you've given her that look like, oh. That goofy-ass look, you man. You having a bad day? That goofy-ass look, man. You having a bad day? Like, this is a pep rally. You have to do comedy I'm and sorry, action. But you just told me you've been seeing you've been seeing strange f- visions and things. I just told and, you and that things. crazy fucking shit is happening with smiley people. And you're like, what do you want me to do, Rose? Right, what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do, Rose? I need you to take your Canadian acting ass back. To wherever the fuck you come from, because ah, you got no ah, range. Like, oh my god! I'm just like, sorry, no, you know, no offense to Canadians, but y'all are like uber polite, even in bad situations. You're like, okay, we're gonna take it from this level. Americans, we're your ghetto cousins, right? We go from zero to a hundred in, in a minute. So, yeah, I get it. But this is this required I mean, that response. Even Cal Penn and the and Cal the, Penn had the a, other character actress, the woman, the nurse, the nurse, she appropriate played appropriate response. responses. This guy had and no I response. was just like, "What? Your 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 fiance yeah. acting real nutty, and you just like, yeah, okay, no. well, he, he had no even yeah. a sister who was an ass self centered asshole was still loved her too. She was still, good. Too. She was good too. But 
And then you, his response to when yeah. he got home and the cops are there was really the one that got on my nerves. He was like, so what He didn't happened? even ask any questions. He wasn't like, babe, you good? What happened? What, what's going on? All these cops. Like, he's like, have a good night, officer. I'm like, go home. <laughs> I, I really, you're distracting me from this movie. So I'm just saying, no offense to you. You're great on the boys. Good luck. Good luck in your acting good career. Good luck in your acting career. Don't pick any more horror films, my dude. I'm dead ass. That's a New York solitary dead ass for you, buddy. Don't do it no more. It's a wrap for you. Wrap it up. Wrap no it up, more B. horror movies. Just no more stick horror to movies. Action, 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 comedy. You're you're lame. You're lame all day. You got two rocks. Good to go. Anyway, with that being said, despite Jesse's unfortunate choice in acting, I'm gonna give Sosi. Yeah. Oh my God. And the rest of the cast yes. are fucking five yes. because you scared the shit out of me. You made me jump a bunch of times. I said, oh, shit twice. And I clapped three times because your jump, yeah, not jump cuts, your jump scares were fucking amazing. Yes. And I'd go see it again. So you get a solid five and had popcorn and a beer and it was still good. Yes. So please go see this movie. And I did my. It's an old fashioned And I did my usual. You know, when I get excited about things that are really screwed up in people's lives on film, I, I laugh a lot and I clap a lot. Yeah. Because I really get excited about those kinds of things when screwed up things happen yeah, to little that's your, people. When you're uncomfortable, that's your response. That's laugh. my, yeah. that's, that's my go-to. It's a laugh, yeah. And I was laughing and clapping it up because old girl did her damn thing. Yeah, she did good. As Law says on Legendary, she did what needed she to did be done. What needed to be done. Right, and she did it. She and did I it. I was just like, your parents are your proud of you. Your lineage is unbelievable because they smacked us. Uh, yes. So just real. that party scene alone. Remember, so I said real. this. When you go see the movie, remember, I said the party scene alone, I clapped yes. when they finished the scene. I was like, you can't that get any is better. Acting. You can't get any better than that. That's acting. You so, can't get any better. Down to the little boy. Down, you can't every, get any better. Everything was good. Everything was good. And just mind-blowing. We're just like on a trip with her. And, and it like, just kept going. It, it was a non-stop like, scene. This ain't going to be good. But like oh, we said, we were very happy. Yes. Go see it. Enjoy yourself. Fives across the board. Check thank, it out. Thank us for it when you see it. Yes. All right. Yes, but, yes. We were happy to do this. Yes, we, were. we were happy to see these films. This was a good week of movies. Yeah, it was. It was good and times. so, you know, um, we're glad you we're glad you made it. Yeah, I'm glad you joined us. We're glad you were here. And if you like this episode, please be sure to like, share, and follow us on all our social media platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud where we host, and Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts. You know, if you ever want to say anything to us, we would love to hear from you. That's make sure you use the hashtag. That's hashtag BBM podcast. That's hashtag BBM podcast. And we'd love to we'd love to hear any of your comments, your suggestions. You know, don't get crazy. Yeah. Twitter fingers get you get your feelings hurt. Right. You know, be swift, <laughs> be cute. Um, but we love having you here. So thanks for being here. Thank you, Chauncey, for making the sound good. Yes. This is uh, Beer Bourbon. And the movie. <laughs> the movie. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.